Brighter Media Group original. You're listening to Your Day Brighter, the podcast. Real reasons to have hope in this world. I'm your host, Tracy Tiernan. Super excited to have my dear friend, Todd Gaddy, with me today. Now, we are, um, we're just letting you know right off the bat. Um, we want you to take action. If you are a person that has dreamed of writing a book, okay, that's been like something you've thought about forever, but you've never taken the first step to do it, I want to get all up in your business right now um, in the most positive way, in the most loving way, because I feel you. I'm, I'm, I'm in there with you. I've always wanted to do it. And so I'm excited because Todd Gaddy, my, my dear friend, you have done it. You have just released your first book. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So the book is called We're Going to Make It, What Parents Need and Want to Know. And Todd, we're going to jump into just the really juicy stuff in this book for parents. It's going to be such an encouragement to you. So I want you to stay tuned for that. But before we get to the content of the book, I have to ask you how you got the book done. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a great question. Well, the good thing is it was pretty quick. It only took me about 20 years. <laughs> and specifically... I heard a rim shot. Yeah, right, right. Specifically about 22 years. That's how long I've been a dad. My, our oldest is 22. And we have two daughters. And um, the way I process stuff generally in life, yeah. and especially parenting and being a dad, is through writing. I've always done that. It just helps me get it out of my head onto paper or on, yeah. on a computer. And um, and so throughout those 22 years, I've just jotted things down. I've written things to myself about parenting, about them, uh, just about the whole idea of being a dad Hmm. and over the years that's just kind of uh, added to each other and after a while I had you know quite a bit of writing and from time to time I'd share a little bit on some social media uh, platforms and all and occasionally people would say hey that helped me and uh, you know, maybe you should put it, publish it sometime, that, that kind of thing. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah I'll right, get around yeah, to yeah, that. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, but you know, have you ever heard the phrase, I got a book in me? Yes. You know, right. Uh, that was kind of one of those things. I lived in that neighborhood for a long time. I, ha- <laughs> I have a book in me, right? Yeah. And um, and I, it was something I was familiar with. I didn't have to, like, decide, make up something. I was a dad, and I, you know, I think I could speak into that. And so um, I compiled all those writings together. And kind of gave a little bit of, you know, form to it. Yeah. Did some more writing to kind of sync it all together. And so what people read in this book is a compilation of uh, 22 years of (laughs) of writing, of being a dad. Yeah, yeah. So can I ask you, uh, when you compiled all of that together, and and actually now I'm holding it in my hand, Mm -hmm. you know, you gave birth to this thing, but it was a long time coming and something that you've been holding on to for a long time, the idea of doing it. When you finally decided, all right, I'm doing this now. Yeah. How long did that take? Um, yeah. To like, I'm doing it, I'm compiling it, to... To finished product. Yeah. 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 You know, honestly, it didn't take as long as I thought it might. Really? Uh, Because once the train gets going, you know, you kind of just, the engine moves and you, you work at it. And the cool thing is, you know, obviously as a writer... We have lots of different platforms to enable us to do that rather quickly now, yeah. or relatively quickly. And so I, you know, I, I availed myself of one of those opportunities of, of a publisher that could do it rather quickly, yeah. but, but well, I hope. Yeah. And, uh, and so that piece, the administrative kind of piece, wasn't too difficult. 
but so it went fairly quickly. So I would say wow. if you got a book in you, um, you can do it, right? You can do it. You can make the decision. And, you know, from the time you decide yes to the time people are holding it in their hands. Right. It doesn't have to be all that long. So I just, that's so, that's so encouraging. And now because of the time that you invested, because of your obedience, because of you listening to that little burden on your heart, I'm a dad. I've got things that I think could help other parents mm-hmm. because I feel them. I know what it's like. Because you did that, now we have something that we can um, read whenever we want. I, I love that these things live on. Yeah. You know, yeah. whatever season of life you're in, if you're a parent, you know that you have probably been through times where you thought, I just don't, I, I am not equipped for this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to make it. Yeah. So Todd's book um, is encouragement for you, no matter whatever season of parenting you are in. Maybe you're not a parent yet. Um, and maybe you're engaged and mm-hmm. you're thinking about starting your family. Yeah. You know, um, it's going to work for you. I'm a step parent. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so excited about your book. So I just invite you now to open your heart. We're going to transition and actually talk about um, some of the wisdom that you that you have in your book for parents. Um, Todd, you're a girl dad. I am a girl dad, yes, <laughs> yes, proudly so. Um, so what has made the experience of being uh, a girl dad so precious to you? And what have you learned uniquely about parenting through parenting your girls? Yeah, well, you know, I... I'm president of my own sorority. I always say that, (laughs) right? Uh, And there is nothing in the world to me like the beauty and the mysterious nature and just the the genius of the female mind. Yeah. Uh, Now, I have some... Yeah, I agree. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's absolutely amazing to me. And, you know, I, I see that in my wife, but then when you have two other females in the house and you see them growing and becoming who they are as young women, it's absolutely fascinating to me Mm. because it's so, it's so different than I am. It's so, you know, that may be an obvious statement, but to be able to then to step into that world and, uh, and shepherd those hearts and Mm. lead those hearts and, and not only understand, but try to, um, try to guide those hearts uh, it really is. Uh, it's a privilege. It's it's a responsibility for sure, and it's yeah. tough. It's tough. Did you ever have a time when you thought um, I I absolutely blew it? Oh my goodness! Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you you referenced a second ago. Sometimes we as parents don't feel like we know what we're doing. Amen. A thousand times to that. Yeah. Right? We kind of make it up as we go. Sometimes, yeah. if, if any parent is really honest, they feel like I don't quite know what I'm doing here. So sure, yeah, there's been many times that I feel like, wow, I, that didn't go the way I wanted it to, you know? <laughs> and and there have been many times I've had to ask for forgiveness of my girls mm. because I didn't do it the right way. But but I realize that's okay. That's okay because parenting is uh, it's a process, just like becoming an adult is a process for the kids. Right. Yeah. You make this great point early on in your book about um, being a mom or a dad, being a parent. Um, it it's not a highlight reel mm-hmm. that it's gonna it's gonna get ugly and messy. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. And there's gonna be times when it's not gonna go the way that you thought that it would. Yeah. And yet the work goes on and the it, love goes on. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about that, Tracy, is that it, it seems like you know I, I think in one of the parts of the book I referenced the fact of uh, you know long days and short years. People have probably heard that phrase before. That's very true in parenting, right? It seems like it's the days forever long. Yes. Uh, but but the fact is we only have a finite amount of time with our children before 
they become who they are in life. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, as a dad, my goal is to work myself out of a job. That's what I'm trying to do. Right. Uh, because as, as they get older, I often use the analogy, uh, parenting is always vertical, right? We always have a, a measure of them looking up to us. And we, when I say look down, I don't mean that pejoratively. Sure. I just mean in position, right? Yeah. But as they get older, that vertical line starts to become more horizontal and you start speaking across to them and not as a peer, but as a as an adult, yeah. right? And so that line gradually starts to shift upward and that goes very quickly. It, it seems like it's a long time, mm. but uh, it goes very quickly. And so as a dad, as a parent, I want to maximize what little time I have to, to, to guide them and to lead them and, uh, and really just use it for all it's worth. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Uh, you share something in this book that I think is just incredibly profound about telling your kids that you love them, which, which sounds like, well, of course, I'm gonna, but, but no, I mean, you actually yeah. really bring home the point about a child's need right. to hear that over and over to be reassured. Yeah. Can you unpack that a sure. little bit? Cause like you, you said, we only have them for a certain amount of time mm -hmm. and we want to imprint yeah. The good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Tracy, our kids will believe what we tell them. Now, I'm going to let that just settle for let's, a second. Yeah, let's okay? just think about that. Our kids will believe what we tell them. Yes. They don't hear what we say and automatically think, oh, that's fake news. You know, <laughs> that, That's not true. They believe what we tell them because we have the loudest microphone in their life, far greater than anything else in their life. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I, I mentioned the other day to a friend, social media is very influential in kids' lives. Yeah. Uh, their friends are very influential. Yeah. They're, they're, um, just the, the culture they live in is very influential. But all of that combined pales in comparison to the powerful volume of our voice in their life. Wow. And the reason I say that is because as adults, I think probably everyone listening to what we're talking about probably can hearken back right now to things their parents said decades ago. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. It is, and scary. <laughs> it's Yes, indeed, for good and bad. For good and bad, for yeah. For good and bad. And yeah. so as a parent, uh, oh my gosh. what we say to our children... I cannot overstate in my mind how powerful that is. And to be able to speak to our child every day. Yeah. And, and let's define terms. Every means every. Every day means every day. <laughs> Literally speak out loud. And I get emphatic about this in the book. Get down on their level physically. If they're a little toddler, get down on the floor. Look horizontally across into their eyes mm -hmm. and literally say out loud, call them by name, I love you. And I pause because when a dad does that, what, what we're communicating to that child, whether a daughter or a son, cannot be overstated. Hmm. And then the next day, the same thing. Yeah. And the next day, the same thing. Because our kids will believe what we say to them. Hmm. There is obviously showing them as well and the example we lead in our life, but what we say to them. Mm. And so 
I'm a believer in doing that at every stage of life. I remember holding Michaela, our youngest, walking through the hallways when she was crying in the middle of the night and I was trying to give Brenda a break. <laughs> and she was crying, 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 crying. And finally, she would drift off to sleep as I'm walking with her, right? And I remember, I remember talking to her. She's days old. Wow. And I said, I love you, Michaela. She's 19 now. And my goal is that she would internalize that every single day. Oh and now as a young adult, a young woman, I believe she knows I love her. Yeah. But it doesn't just happen. You have to tell them that. And so, um, yeah, mm. every day. The, 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 the security that builds, especially in a daughter, the security that builds when a dad communicates that, I, I'm just a believer in that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and we, regardless of whether we're verbal in our personality or not, I know we have different strokes for different folks, right, thing. But uh, I think everybody, verbally out loud, should tell their kids every day that they love them. Mm. It, when our kids roll their eyes at us and say, okay, I know that, Dad, Good. You've done your job. You've done your job, and guess what? <laughs> Keep doing it, Keep right? Doing yeah, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> they might tell you that, that they don't need to hear it, but they do, they, and you just keep on telling them. There, there is no shut-off valve mm. for us saying I love you to our children. And You know, we go to the gas station you, to avoid overflowing the tank. Right. It'll shut off itself, right? right? I've had no, enough. No such thing exists in our kids' lives. They don't get to a point of being overfilled with us and our expressions of love to them. Just keep doing it. Ooh, such good wisdom from my friend Todd Gaddy. Hey, you're listening to Your Day Brader. I just wanted to pop in for a moment and tell you about a little bit of a, a, a thread that is running through season five of Your Day Brighter, the podcast. Something for you to think about in your own life, okay? And it's this. What is something that I've always wanted to do that I have been putting off? What is that thing? Uh, for me, I realized it was writing a book. And so the first few episodes of season five, we're talking about it. We're talking about write the book already. But, you know, maybe there's something different for you. There's something that you've just always wanted to do and you've maybe talked yourself out of it or haven't made time for it. But it's a question worth considering. When I think about all the amazing gifted people that are listening to this podcast, if God's put something on your heart that you want to do, that you want to create, that you want to build... Could this be the year that you take the first step and do it? I hope we can uh, light that fire in your heart and encourage you to get moving on it, okay? All right, we're going to jump back in. Great conversation with my friend Todd Gaddy. And Todd, you were talking about how important it is to tell your kids that you love them over and over again. Like reassure them. They'll never get tired of hearing it. Um, I, I grew up in a a broken home mm-hmm. and did not um, have that consistency of a father uh, presence in my life. And when, <laughs> you know, when I did uh, finally get to a, a healthier place, meeting my biological father, it, I didn't meet him until I was like 17. Mm-hmm. And we had, you know, it was a sort of a tumultuous kind of relationship, just trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Later on in life, Um, he's been gone now since January of 2008, but, um, not too long before he left this earth, his heart had softened so much and we were in such a sweet place. I didn't even know how to receive 
like he wanted to always tell me that he loved me. Mm-hmm. And I, I can remember, Todd, my father, like being on the phone with him, and he would say, I love you, princess. And I'm like 40, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm right. like, uh, mm, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. I would literally like take the phone and like take it away from my face and be like, oh, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But he he was trying to make up for what he never really had the chance to do. Yeah. Um, because he really didn't raise me. Mm-hmm. So um, eventually I opened up my heart to receive those words because yeah. I knew he really meant them. Yeah. You know, and it's a healing balm. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a healing balm. Yeah. So um, parents be encouraged. That's something, there's a resource that you have. You might, you know, might, might not have it in the bank right now to take them to Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what they'd like even more? Yeah. To, to know just that they're loved. Absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. And to hear that expressed on a regular basis uh, does more than anything else we could give to them. And, uh, yeah, I absolutely encourage. And, and the fact is, too, Tracy, it's, as you're, you said about your, your stepdad, it's never too late. If you've, never too late. If you've not had a good track record up to this point, right. start today and do it today and tomorrow and the next day. Um, and, and, you know, there'll be a, a process of, of receiving that, like you said, but uh, it's not too late. <laughs> um, you have in Chapter 5, you're talking about slow and fast, slow mm-hmm. days and fast years. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because that is such the tension of parenting, isn't it? It's like the time it, it feels like it's flying by and I want it to slow down because this is such a sweet season you know, what does slow and fast mean in the world of parenting? How do you maximize the time that you have? Yeah, yeah. On the way in today, I was thinking of, um, have you ever considered like what job you would do if you had one day to do a job you've never, ever done, but it's kind of a dream job and you only had one day to do it, what would you do? Oh, what a great question. Right, what a great question. So for me, I don't even have to think about it. I know it. I know it completely just like that. I would be the conductor of the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra. <laughs> Or the London Symphony or, you know, New York Philharmonic. That yes. would be my job. Oh, now, that's fantastic. And, and I'd let my hair grow long so it could flop around when <laughs> you I, you know. Gotta have a ponytail at exactly. least, you know. <laughs> Gotta have one. So <laughs> with that in mind. Okay. Um, every one of us <laughs> are a part of uh, an orchestra called life, right? Mm. To use an analogy here. Yeah. Every one of us. It's a big orchestra. Lots of people. And... The fact is there are there are new people joining all the time. And we have about 80 years or so in this orchestra. About, you know, some less, some more. And uh, we each have a part that we play. Mm. And the interesting thing is for some of us, sometimes we have littler ones join us in the orchestra and sit next to us, right? And we have to teach them. We have to teach them, and sometimes it seems like it's frustrating to teach them how to hold the trumpet and uh, <laughs> move the hand on the violin. You yeah. know, but we have to we have to teach them how to do this thing, and we have to teach them. You know, this is this is a quarter note, and this is a half rest, and you know all those things that make up what we're doing, mm. what it is. Uh, but we also, hopefully, as perhaps those that believe in Jesus. We have to teach them that what really matters is pay attention to the director. He's the one. He's the one controlling everything. Here. Yeah. And the fact is we only have just a short amount of time. And in the midst of that learning and teaching, um, we can get tired 
we can get tired. I, I one mm. the biggest one of the biggest symptoms I think of parenting is just fatigue. It, oh, it's tiring, yeah. right? Because we have jobs. If sometimes we work outside the home yeah. and we come back and we have you know um, genius things to sign up for the next you know candy thing at school, and we have <laughs> uh, you know recitals and we've got sports and we got stuff that we our kids are a part of. And, and there's so much, and then we have to fix dinner, and we got to, you know, all these things. And sometimes people are just tired as yeah. parents. But I want to encourage people that I, that's entirely normal. It's entire, It's okay to be mm. frustrated about that. Uh, but in the midst of the mundane, we keep at it because that, that, that period of time is going to pass when we're going to exit the stage, and what's left is who we brought with us. And they're going to be the ones playing, and they're going to be the ones continuing on. That's beautiful. And, and that takes that takes uh, what we're doing to a whole new level mm-hmm. because we're passing that on. So, mm. um, yeah, it, it's it's long days for sure. Long days. But the, but the years go by very very quickly. <laughs> Can you tell us about your daughters, Kayla and Allie, mm-hmm. right now in the yeah. stage of life that they're in? Yeah, yeah. So we have two girls. Uh, Allie is a senior. Uh, she's 22. She's a senior at the University of Miami. She graduates in the spring, and oh so gosh, that's exciting. Yes. Yeah, counting down the days. Uh, she's doing wonderful. Uh, our youngest is Michaela, or Mick, as her friends call her. Oh, okay. She's 19. She lives in Fayetteville, Arkansas, on her own. She completed one year at the University of Arkansas, and now she's taking a gap year and kind of exploring some options and. Involved in a lot of missions and ministry things. Wow. And uh, and both of them are doing well. Uh, unfortunately, Arkansas and Florida are not near Maryland, which is a bummer. But, yeah. you know, makes us go to visit them and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. But they're, they're the joys of our life. How do you navigate the empty nest thing when you've, um, you, you work? That's the other thing, too, is as a parent, you're investing so much of, of who you are mm-hmm. in these, these little people that God entrusted to you. And then, you know, if you've done your job well, you have to be able to say goodbye (laughs) and let them go start their life and Mm -hmm. fan the flame of, you know, them pursuing their life. Um, How do you navigate being an empty nester right now? How are you and Brenda doing with that? It's very quiet. (laughs) Very quiet. Yeah, it's very much an adjustment. Uh, And, you know, it's interesting. We were talking the other day. uh, We worry more about the kids and their their safety and well-being kind of stuff when they're home than we do when they're away because when they're away we, we can't do anything about it that's right? true yeah you know? and um and yet when they're home you know <laughs> the, they were home for christmas for for a holiday recently and so um you know you're wondering when are they going to get home is the door, front door unlocked all the stuff that we used to do right? yeah um but uh yeah they um it, it's just there's never a part of parenting where you say okay okay we're done we're done you're always, always thinking about them and you're always wondering how they're doing. And, and you know, it, it's such, but it's at the same time when they leave and it is an empty nest. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's a matter of faith. I don't know how else to say it. You're saying, you're saying, God, this is what we've done. We haven't always done it right. We have done some things right. We believe that. But God, now we give them to you again. You know they're on their own, and and then you you transfer that faith to them too. Yeah. And you're saying, okay, Kayla, all right, Allie, go at it. You know, your turn. <laughs> and uh, and then it's their turn, and, and so wow. you put your trust in them as well as God. And so uh, mm. that that's a 
They have to trust them. It is. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You do. Todd, is there a a defining moment that you can think of? You could probably think of many, but I I know I'm putting you on the spot here. Um, But a a defining moment when you realized uh, with either one of your girls, wow, I did good. That's a great question. Thank you for that question. It makes my mind go (laughs) for sure. Um, There have been times in their their young adult life, and they're still young adults, when they will call and we'll have conversations about lots of things, you know, and uh, we'll ask them how their jobs are going and, you know, they're both involved in their churches and how's that going. And um, even yesterday, I'm thinking yesterday, our oldest called and she said she met with a person from their church who is a kind of a senior leader of their church, this woman is, and she said she was so excited because this woman agreed to be her mentor. And she called her by name, and she said, wow. and, she, and she was excited about that, and she put that in the text message, and and then exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. And so <laughs> there's a lot that exclamation points communicate, <laughs> right? Uh, so in, in some small way, yeah. uh, to be excited about someone who is going to mentor you to become close to God, yeah, yeah. that's that's a win. That's that, a win. That's a win. That's yeah. a big win. Yeah, and then our, our youngest just is wrapping up, a, as we're recording, is wrapping up a missions trip to New York City with some fellow students and, and young adults. And so to see them spreading their wings and, uh, in this case, honoring God with, uh, with their lives is, yeah, it's hard to express the mm-hmm. excitement of that. Do you have, uh, I have two more questions for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also want to remind people, you got to get the book. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. it's a, a sweet read. You can read it in one sitting mm-hmm. and you'll probably like have your highlighter out and highlight <laughs> all these things that are going to be just really helpful to you, but it's called, we're going to make it what parents need and want to know by Todd Gaddy. Um, and you can get it on Amazon mm-hmm. right now. I did. And I'm super excited because I got a signed copy yeah. from my friend <laughs> <laughs> Todd. Um, so here's, here's my two remaining questions. Um, speak directly right now, if you would, to parents um, who are just struggling, mm-hmm. who are weary, who are discouraged, uh, who are just feeling like they are not equipped for how things are going mm-hmm. in their family yeah. right now. can Because your book's called We're Going to Make It. Mm-hmm. Can you talk to them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, number one, you are going to make it. <laughs> You are going to make it. Number one, you are going to make it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, and, okay. And, and for the same reason, telling your kids you love them every day. Yeah. I want you to hear another parent say to you, we're going to make it. And if we had the chance to talk tomorrow, I would say to you, we're going to make it. Now, that's not a magic thing. Like all of a sudden, just because Todd said that, life is perfect. But but what we hear, we believe, and we start to internalize. And so I would encourage you to, however remote that possibility seems to you, to start to, to hear that and start to slowly, I trust, believe that little by little. Um, I also would encourage you to, um, to, to stay around other parents. Oh, that's so good. Maybe there's other parents that you're familiar with that you look to as, yeah, you know what? They don't glow in the dark, but they do a pretty decent job of, of parenting. They got good kids, and you yeah. know their their kids seem to be well adjusted, and they're kind of um, you know I'd like to I'd like to have my kids you know kind of go that route too. Yeah, stay around those people, talk mm. to them, and and just share you know what, what what is it that's working for you? Yeah, 
Um, community. You need community com- around this. Yeah, yeah. And just like in life, you know, an isolation is a bad place to be in. And for a parent, that is too. Because, you know, we all we do get tired and we do get struggling through things. And, and I've been there too and continue yeah. from time to time. But the fact is we can struggle with other people and that p- those people can speak life into us. And, and so surround yourself with people that that you look to and say, yeah, yeah, I, can, I, I could. And the fact is you have to be vulnerable to do that, right? Yeah. It's one thing to, to do that, but another thing to say, hey, I'm struggling as a parent. I don't know how this is going. Um, but, but, but trust when given that way, you'll find, I believe, is trust well-placed. I really believe that mm. because it's in community with other people. That's so important. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, really helpful, really good. I'm, I'm so glad that you mentioned the community aspect um, yeah. of it because um, even the title of your book, We're Going to Make It, and we're in it together. That's on purpose. I'm yeah, sure you, you it just, is. You just hit on something. I, yeah. I, yeah I, uh, I, I said that specifically that way for that reason. <laughs> yeah. Could, could we um, wrap up um, this beautiful conversation with you Reading out loud, your 18 years and 44 words. Yeah, 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 I will. <laughs> Would you mind? I'd be happy to do that. So got- as as Todd gets uh, ready to do that, you might want to have your tissue ready. <laughs> <laughs> and and just know, just be, be encouraged. Um, you're not alone on the journey. Um, you can ask God for wisdom. We hope that you invite him in to every, every day of this journey because he's entrusted the little people to us. I'm a, a stepmom, and I, I believe even God has entrusted me to have a presence in my, uh, I call them my bonus kids, my bonus kids' lives right now. And I'm so, so grateful. I'm so, so grateful for it. And Gary and I always say this. I mean, it's, it's a work in progress in the fullness of time. You know, we are developing more and more trust more and more um, relationship, more and more credibility, mm-hmm. you know, that God will give me more credibility in their lives. To, and I, the way I said it to my, my stepdaughter uh, way back when Gary and I were first courting, I said, think of me as just one other person who is just 100% for you. Yeah. I am just cheering you on. I'm not trying to be your mom. You got a great mom. Mm-hmm. But I'm just another person in your life that's like, yes, yeah. Yeah. all here for you. Yeah. Anytime. And she liked that. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, Todd Gaddy, uh, eight, 18 years in 44 words. All right, here we go. Change diapers, push swings, balance bikes, answer questions, referee fights, wipe tears, drive to laugh with. Verbalize love. Repeat daily. Help study. Provide for. Brag on. Teach forgiveness. Seek forgiveness. Love mom. Model faith. Pray for. Pray with. Loosen strings. Feel anxious. Trust God. Raising girls. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, this uh, sweet little resource is available for you now because my friend Todd was obedient and got that book out. Mm-hmm. And now uh, you can get it too. It's called We're Going to Make It What Parents Need and Want to Know by Todd Gaddy. It's on Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. 
and um, we we love you. We are so grateful that you're listening to Your Day Brighter, the podcast. And I'm hoping in this uh, this latest season, season five, um, these first few episodes, uh, I am about uh, inspiring people, lighting that spark. Um, get that book out, that book that lives inside of you, because you know what? There's somebody on the other side of that book that you need to get out that needs to hear what you have to share. So, Todd, I know you're going to help a lot of people with this. Thank you for it. Thank you, Tracy. Thanks. Your Day Brighter is produced by me, Tracy Tiernan, for Brighter Media Group. Our executive producer is John Lawhon. Thanks to our awesome team, Todd Gaddy. He's on the team. Thank you, Todd. I get to thank you in person. Thank you. Caroline Burke, Aaron Branham, and Jared Akers. You guys are simply the best. I do hope that you will share the podcast. Leave a review if you can, because that helps other people to find it. And uh, you know what we like to say around here, and we really mean it. Tell somebody your story today, or better yet, ask to hear theirs. Thanks for listening.